It's the four words that sports fans all hate. It's just a game. We'll break it down today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Guru! What's going on, everybody? I'm Shane Larson, host of the Game Time Guru, coming at you today with a topic that's near and dear to my heart because I've dealt with it my entire life. And if you're listening to the podcast, you're probably a sports fan too, so you've dealt with it yourself. And before we jump into it, though, you know the drill. Find me on Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Google Play. I'll have a YouTube channel up soon so you can listen to my podcast episodes there. Go to Facebook and like my page. It's the Game Time Guru. I'll be sending out updates you know, throughout the week, and I'll kind of give you hints of what the episodes are going to be each week. So follow me on Facebook so you can get some interaction with me there and leave some comments and reviews for me if you got them, and I'd appreciate it. So getting started, I want to take you down memory lane to when I was in third grade. Yeah, I know. It's been a long time. Okay, third grade, the Utah Jazz, my favorite basketball team, makes the finals for the first time in history, and they lose to the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, okay? They lose in Chicago that year, and while, the, we, while we were watching that final game when uh, they lost in Chicago, I was actually at a sleepover with a bunch of my friends from third grade, and only one of my friends was a Jazz fan, and him and I were really, really upset about it, and I was really devastated, and I was like, man, this, I just didn't like losing, and I, my team lost, and I was devastated, but it really wasn't until the next year, when I was in fourth grade, when I experienced the true emotions of losing, because it was the second time in a row, Jordan pushed off, uh, they beat us in our own home in Utah, and there you go, two in a row for the Bulls, two, two in a row for the Jazz to lose, And I cried all night that second finals that we lost because I realized we might not ever win. Go figure, we haven't made it back there since. And the one thing that I just absolutely can't stand is like when I was a little kid, my emotions got the best of me. I'd throw a fit, I'd cry. The last thing you want to hear are those four words. It's just a game. That will put shrills up and down your spine if you're a sports fan. It's just a game. So if you're a spouse listening to this, um, I'm going to teach you, and, and, you, and you've used this phrase before is what I'm saying, I'm going to teach you the reasons why you probably shouldn't say that, uh, because it can destroy a sports fan's mentality because of the fact that they don't want to hear that, it's just a game. Today I'm going to tell you why it's more than a game, okay? So we've all experienced it though, I mean, even today, I'm 28 years old, and sometimes I will be watching a game and I will be screaming at the TV and I'll get that that phrase popping into my head because my wife might say something like, it's just a game. They can't hear you, stuff like that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I'd like to pretend that they can hear me and I'd like to let my emotions out, which, by the way, is the reason now I've moved on to watching my Cowboys games with my uncle rather than watching them with other people, I watch them with my uncle because at that point we can get frustrated together and nobody judges anybody. And we both understand how important that game is to us because as sports fans, the game itself, it's, it's more than a game. The game itself is part of it, but there's a lot that we invest 
into our teams, right? Our emotions get wrapped up in it. So the question comes out of why do we really care about it, right? That's what everybody, whoever says that phrase, like it's just a game, they want to know, like, why do you even care? It's nothing you can control. Why do you even care? And it's just a sport, okay? Well, in my first podcast that I ever published back in, in January, I mentioned why I love sports, right? I mentioned why that was, and I'll give you a little recap on a few reasons why I love sports. And maybe this will give you some insight to a sports fan's mind when they're watching a game or when they're invested in their in their team and why it's so emotionally draining for them, okay? One of the things that sports do is they bring people together, okay? So number one, it brings people together. When you're at a sporting event, you're you're unified and that means like even if you're the away team typically when you go to an away game you'll probably have some away fans with you and you feel like you are united and for that two or three hour event you're all cheering for the same purpose you're there for one common goal and so it brings people together which is important in the world and it's been important from the world from day one but it's like especially today when you've got all these issues coming about when you can bring people together for one common goal and you can be cheering, it doesn't matter your race, your religion, your sex, whatever your political affiliation is, when you can bring people together for one common goal and one common purpose, you have a good feeling in your heart. Uh, well, if <laughs> depending on the situation, obviously, but yeah, you, you get that friendship and that bond that you create with the people that are like-minded. Another thing that I truly love is the fact that sports teach us some life lessons, right? People are always like, well, you should let your kids play sports. You should let them participate in sports because they teach us life lessons. And that's what some people don't understand. Sports are more than just a game. Like you're learning perseverance. Let's let's talk about that. Perseverance is a huge one. It's it's not always easy. It's it's tough sometimes when you're practicing uh, a lot of the times, the fans only get to see the game, um, but the people who have actually participated in, in organized sports or anything like that, like they understand the practice that goes on, like everything behind closed doors. Like you've got the practices throughout the week, and then you get to see the finished product uh, that one day a week or two days a week, depending on which sports you're watching. And we don't get to see like what's going on behind closed doors, but the practice sessions are where these athletes truly make their money. They're in their blood, sweat, and tears going as hard as they possibly can, especially at the at the professional level. The collegiate level, it's getting there, right? But they're student athletes. They have to focus in the classroom and stuff. But when you get to the professional level, you're getting paid to do this. So that's your job. What they're doing is they're getting up in the morning, and from 8 o'clock in the morning, they're at their facility. They're either lifting weights, they're practicing, they're watching film, they're doing a full-time job just like anybody else. It's not like they just suit up their pads or whatever and go strap up their pads and go to their game um, on Sunday and play. They have a lot that goes on throughout the week, and it's very structured and organized. And when you're playing, going through the little league levels, like for baseball, basketball, football, whatever it may be, your coaches will teach you to, to you got to go through those tough times. Um you're going to lose games, you're going to win games. You got to persevere. You've got to get through those tough practices that you truly hate your coaches for because you're running up and down the court for what you think is no reason, but in reality there's a point behind it because they're 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 breaking you down mentally and helping you 
get that strength that you need, not only physically, but mentally. So the perseverance behind it is amazing. To go along with it, though, it teaches you how to be a good sport. Now, not all of us, including myself, have mastered this yet, but you have to learn sportsmanship one way or the other. You have to learn how to lose. You also have to learn how to win because in life, outside of sports, let's say, you know, you make more money than another individual. You've got to be able to be humble about that. You can't necessarily think that you're better than somebody else because you make X amount of money or you have a better job than the other individual. Everybody has their skill sets. You have to learn how to win properly and you have to learn how to lose properly. If you don't get the job you wanted, move on and do better. So if you don't win a game, you go back to the, to the drawing board, you fix the mistakes and you go better the next time and you continue to go until you get it right. Um, so it teaches you a lot of that, uh, the hard work that just goes behind it. It's just amazing. You just put in this hard, hard work. That's why you'll see athletes, people think they're just dumb jocks. Well, they they put a lot of work in. These guys weren't just necessarily physically gifted. Some of them were, but a lot of them had to hit the weights. A lot of them had to put that time in uh, that nobody gets to see. And they they go in there and they work on their craft and they get to to work on their athleticism and their ability to be a good player. Um, and then they also have to work on their mind. They have to be a good role model. So sports is more than just the game. Um, there's a huge economic impact that sports have on society as well. So just to, to break it down in the, in the, you know, the, the whole uh, light of the final four, we just uh, finished up the final four this week. Um, I wanted to give you some stats from last year's Final Four, 2016. Just so you know, sports generate a lot of economic activity um, because you know you have all this memorabilia that's got to be made. Well, you got all the vendors and and everyone who are making those things, and they're selling them. And so everybody's there's a lot of jobs that are created through sports. Okay, and in the city of Houston. They generated roughly $300 million for hosting the Final Four in 2016. $300 million to the city of Houston with all of the the tourists and everything coming through. But there was a ton of money that went into the memorabilia and everything like that. Now, also, I would encourage anybody who is a fan of, of economics to check out the economic impact that LeBron James had on the city of Cleveland and the state of Ohio anyways, just as a whole, but the city of Cleveland and the, and the surrounding areas. Now there were some reports that he had brought in like $500 million or something just by him being there because of ticket sales and stuff like that. But then there's since been reports that say that was a little bit, uh, outrageous, a little bit exaggerated. Granted he did when he left Cleveland and went to Miami, the Cavaliers struggled. The bars and the and the restaurants and everyone else around the, the stadium, they plummeted with their sales and the revenue. When LeBron James came back, they have skyrocketed because of one player bringing in all this, this uh, publicity and all this marketing. Um, and so you've got all these jobs that are being created outside of the sports world because they need to be able to handle everybody that's coming into that city. Hotels are getting more impact or sorry, more, more, uh, the hotels are getting more money because they're getting more people coming there. Everyone's getting impacted some way. It's a domino effect. So it's more than just a game. There's an economic impact. There's the athleticism that it takes to compete at a high level. And it, it teaches us our life lessons. Then, the one thing that I really want to bring up right now in regards to sports and why we shouldn't say it's just a game 
is the fact that it distracts us from problems in the world, okay? So when you're watching your game, you have something to look forward to, right? You get a, you get a list, you get to wait all day or wait all week, and you're like, oh, my team's going to be playing on Sunday against this team, or my team's playing tonight against this team. And you, you get to look forward to that. And for those couple hours, you don't care about what's going on. You might have had a bad day at work, or you might have gone through a divorce, or you might have gone through some, some issues in your life. And, and for those couple hours, you get to put that away, and you get to enjoy the game. Okay, you get to enjoy the event that's going on, and it and it distracts you from what's going on in the world. Not that it's covering up your problems, but it does give you a, a little bit of a refreshing uh, couple hours so that when you go back to the real world, you're like, okay, I'm good to go. Um, it does. It distracts us from some of the issues going on around in the world. That is why I love sports, okay? Another reason that I can't stand when people say it's just a game is because... I invest a lot of my time and my money into sports. And that might sound outrageous to people because they're like, well, why would you do that? That's, that's stupid. That's your own choice. And I understand that. It is my own choice, but it's what brings me joy. Some people have these hobbies that they enjoy doing. You know, They like to build their cars and they like to you know, remodel their house and, and do all this stuff. That's cool and all. I love that. That's awesome that you have a passion, but that brings you joy. What brings me joy is sports and rooting on my teams and traveling and getting to see the world while I root on my my teams, um, getting to go see new places and see new faces. Um, so, for instance, when the Boise State football team took on Nevada, and I've mentioned this before in my podcast, this is back in 2010, they took on Nevada when Colin Kaepernick was a senior, and they lost to Nevada with in overtime with a missed field goal his infamous missed field goal it was a really bad situation we were going to probably go to the Rose Bowl that year um, had we finished those last two games out strong and when we went down there so not only did we invest the money to drive down to Reno which wasn't that uh, wasn't that much considering we were coming from Idaho but uh, earlier that year we had gone to Virginia Tech so we went to Washington DC to watch them play Virginia Tech and, you know, we invested in tickets and, and all the stuff that goes along with traveling and all of your, your shirts and stuff like that. So by the end of the year, you know, I'd probably spend about 1000 to 1500 bucks just on, you know, watching my team all for it. And, and I had saved money for us to be able to go to California for the Rose Bowl. So I'd been like saving up for those four or five months all for it to come crumbling down which is part of the game, but it was devastating for me because I invested so much time and so much effort and everything into this team, cheering for them, and, and it just came crashing down on me. And it had a huge impact on me because I was so invested. Now, I don't go and buy fancy cars. I don't buy fancy clothes. You know what I mean? Like I invest my time and my money into those sporting events, and I enjoy that. But that's why it's frustrating when people say it's just a game because to me it's not. To me, it's something that I can go with. I can go enjoy with my family, with my friends. Um, this year, I'll be. We have a plan to go down to Columbus to watch Ohio State take on Oklahoma, um, and so my family and I will be going there to enjoy that time together and enjoy a sporting event, but also get to see a new city. So it's more than just a game. It's about what it what the the entire sport brings around you. If you're a spouse that has said that to, let's say, your husband or your wife or if you're a parent that said it to your kid, let's take a second before you say those things. I know we all say things we don't mean, being real, right? We all say things we don't mean. Just take a second to think about it for a minute. Like, Don't say it's just a game. 
before you say that, maybe try to empathize a little bit because to that individual who's watching the game, it's more than just a game. It's more than just a game. And I know it sounds absurd, but if you were to take sports out of the United States of America, all sports, all major sports, let's say say you take out baseball, you take out basketball, you take out football. And we have no, we no longer have the, you know, college sports or professional sports. I'd like to see what the economy does at that point. How many jobs are lost? How much money is no longer circulating because of what those those sports generate? I think there'd be a major impact. And if you disagree, let me know. But uh, I encourage you to go and check the statistics for it to see how much of an economic impact sports truly do have on cities around them um, and how they actually help benefit our country when we have those going on. So just remember, if you're saying it, it's just a game, hold yourself, zip it, and think of something else you can say. Just like anything, just remember to stop, think about it, and maybe rephrase that because I've given you a couple reasons why it's more than a game. Don't say it, man. We don't want to hear it. We just want to sit and watch our games in peace. Let us cry when they win. Let us cry when our team loses. Let us be invested in the game itself because our teams truly feel like they're a part of us and we feel like we're a part of our teams. For some reason, there's that 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 loving connection that we have. It's a love-hate relationship with the game, um, and it teaches us all these life lessons. That's what I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed the quick topic that we spoke about. Again, find me on Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Google Play, um, and then soon to be on YouTube. Please find me. Go to my Facebook page and like it so that you can see the updates that I'll be sending you out each week. This is the Game Time Guru. I'm Shane Larson. We'll talk to you all next time.